Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts. Bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Amen. One of the movies I admire most is the 1981 film Gallipoli. It's a tale of two young men from Australia, both of whom are sprinters. And before each race, they have a particular routine. They say to each other, what are your legs? Springs. Steel springs. What are they going to do? Hurl me down the track. How fast can you run? As fast as a leopard. How fast are you going to run? As fast as a leopard. So let's see you do it. The time is 1915. And as World War I hits, these two sprinters join the hallowed light horse, the infinite infantry division of the Australian army to fight for the Allies in World War I. They are sent to Asia Minor to fight alongside the New Zealanders against the Ottoman Empire. In the Battle of Lone Pine, while the Anzac troops are eventually victorious, many Aussie riflemen fall to Turkish machine guns. In a profoundly tragic scene, the two sprinters find themselves in a trench preparing to charge. Their brothers-in-arms are writing last-minute notes to girlfriends, to wives, to loved ones, and they affix these notes to the sandbags using their knives, hanging wedding rings and rosaries on the hilt. And before the whistle blows to charge, the sprinters once again say their pre-race liturgy. What are your legs? Springs. Steel springs. What are they going to do? Hurl me down the track. How fast can you run? As fast as a leopard. How fast are you going to run? As fast as a leopard. Then let's see you do it. They die within moments. Sacrifice. We don't think about sacrifice much. Our military families... Our first responders, they know about sacrifice. But my, certainly myself and many of us, we don't really sacrifice much. If I want it, I buy it. Perhaps not the vacation home in Monaco quite yet, but otherwise I must confess that I live a life of abundance. And if I can't find it in central Mississippi, Amazon will have it on my doorstep in two days. And yet today, we are reminded of the ultimate sacrifice 
of Constance and her companions, a group of nuns from New York State, and two priests who cared for the sick in Memphis during the horrible 1878 yellow fever epidemic, all but one dying of the illness themselves. Our Daughters of the King chapter is named for Constance and her companions, and one of the companions, a priest, a gentleman named Charles Parsons, married Margaret Britton, a member of the Johnstone family who conceived of this, our beloved Chapel of the Cross. So we celebrate the Feast of Constance and her companions every year. I was chatting this week with a descendant of Charles and Margaret, and he informed me that the family referred to Charles since he was born in Ohio and served as an infantryman in the Union Army. They lovingly referred to Charles as the damn Yankee. I am sure it is a term of endearment. 1878 was the worst year for yellow fever. Memphis was frequently beset by bouts of illness. A friend who grew up in Memphis still celebrates the first frost every autumn because all the cursed mosquitoes are finally dead. But 1878 was the worst. Parsons wrote to his bishop, It is impossible. Go and turn the destroying angel loose upon a defenseless city. Let him smite who he will, young and old, rich and poor, the feeble and the strong. And then you can form some idea of what Memphis and this valley is. To keep serving, to continue to reach out to those in need, to tend the sick and the dying was noble beyond measure. Jesus, in today's gospel lesson, uses an agrarian image to make a point about sacrifice. Jesus speaks about the seeds and the scientific fact that a seed, in order to germinate, to become a new plant and bear much fruit, it must first detach from its mother, the plant that created it and fall to the earth, and essentially die before new life can arise. The creation itself, the entirety of the creation, is not dissimilar. Before the universe was created, God was doing just fine, thank you very much. God did not need to create anything. God just was and is. But our God is a God filled with love. And out of that abundant, inexhaustible love, God carved out a piece of the creation and filled it with planets and stars and this earth and eventually us made in the image of God. And God saw what God had made and said that it was good. And God was so in love with this creation And God wanted the creation to know in the best way possible how much he loved it. So he sent his son to become incarnate and live among us. And after a ministry bearing much fruit, full of love and truth, that Jesus taught the creation about the ultimate sacrifice. And so we as folks made in the image of a sacrificial God, as folks inspired by Constance and Charles and all of their companions, and those inspired by those who serve, we are called 
to sacrifice. Our sacrifice might be small, it might be large. Our sacrifice might be easy, or it might be very difficult. Our sacrifice might cause us to, in, to reference this very uplifting reading from the book of Job, we might say to our God, God has worn me out. Our sacrifice might be obvious, or it might be hidden. It might be known, it might be temporary, it might stay with us all the days of our life. But we are called, all of us, we are called to carve out a space in our life and bear fruit. And when our work does bear fruit, then we cease to become mere passengers on this piece of God's creation, but partners in the very act of creation. One of my favorite benedictions, those prayers that we say at the end of the service every week, is actually a quote from St. Augustine of Hippo. St. Augustine wrote, You are the body of Christ. In you and through you, the work of the incarnation must go forward. You are to be taken. You are to be blessed, broken, and distributed, that you may be the means of grace and the vehicles of eternal love. How will you make your sacrifice? Well, let's see you do it. Amen.